Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air, where you'll get to know local professionals, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers, and how they're helping their community. Hear exclusive interviews from thriving individuals, get inspired, and learn from them. And now, your host, author, speaker, commissioner, Medicare broker, business owner, published author, and business trailblazer, Rosie Paulson. Welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air. My name is Rosie Paulson and I am your host. I am so excited that we are getting to the last week of March. And this is the last time that we will talk about our amazing quarterly theme purpose. But for you and I, my listeners, to remember that overdreaming is what you need to continue to have that purpose. The reason why I created Rosie Paulson Enterprises and Cafecito with Rosie is to showcase my friends in the community, who they are, what they do, and how they help the community. Well, I consider my next guest a mentor. Eli Gonzalez, which is also known as the, God, the godfather of ghostwriters, ghost writing is one of the preeminent uh, ghost writers in the area and all over the world he is also known all over the world as of 2021 he had written more than 85 books many of which reach legitimate legitimate best-selling list and two of which is in consideration to become become a major motion picture. Eli has also authored six books of his own. His latest book, The Fears of Urgency, The Fears Urgency of Now, let me repeat that, The Fears Urgency of Now, debuted as number three on Amazon and is legit, legitimate bestseller. He formerly headed up the English department for Rhodes Academy of Creative Arts in Tampa, and he served for many years as the board member of the Orange County Community College. He is recently the founder of the Pinellas Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and I am honored today to have my really good friend Eli in my show. Hello, Eli. How are you? I found Rosie. I found Rosie. I'm doing great, honey. Thank you so much for having me on. Good, good, good. I'm so amazing. Uh, and, and I'm so, not I'm so amazing. Yes, I am amazing. But you I'm so amazing. grateful. I'm so grateful to have mentors like you that I can look up to, that are inspiring, that are making changes in, on our community, and that that they are breaking any type of stereotypes that people might believe or think about Hispanic entrepreneurs. Because you actually have it together and now you have you help others to achieve who they are what they do and what they want to write to to come out and write about them so Eli first of all tell us who you are whether you originally who is Eli Gonzalez okay Eli Gonzalez is el hijo de Jesus Idigna <laughs> Gonzalez uh, my, no I, I come from from a very very solid foundation of amazing parents uh, parents that instilled in me love, parents that instilled in me hope and 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 and, uh, 
and taught me the ability to forgive quickly and, and just to, to, to love people and to serve others. Um, and uh, raised in Massachusetts, I'm a small town boy. Uh, and uh, I, I came down here to the Tampa area about 15 years ago. Uh, I did a favor for a friend of mine. I was, I was in sales. I was a sales manager for a medical equipment company for about nine years. When I did a favor for a friend of mine and I helped him, I wrote his book for him. And, uh, and, and that, that, that changed my life. Uh, it, it changed my life. We, we wrote the book. I was so consumed with his content. But he just, he's a brilliant speaker, but he didn't know how to put it down on paper. Right. Uh, so, you know, so I interviewed him and I said, hey, this is how I think you should write it. He loved it. Anyway, he sent it to the, 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 the it's the largest Christian publishing company in the world owned by Salem Communications. He sent it to a company called Zulon Press and they, they had told him that he needs a ghostwriter. So when he sent it to them, they said to him, oh, so you hired a professional ghostwriter anyway. <laughs> and he says, no, my friend did this. He, he doesn't even do books. And uh, they got in touch with me. They made me an offer. And actually, Rosie, the offer um, was about 30% of what I was making. I, oh, wow. I, I thought writers made money. You know? Right. <laughs> and so, so I, I didn't take it uh, right then and there. But then my wife saw that I was miserable because like for two weeks waiting for the, the interview, I thought I was going to be a writer. I thought it was the coolest thing. I told my friends, my mom, you know, and then when it didn't happen, I was, I was kind of disappointed. And my wife said to me, you know, we, we were doing pretty well at the time. She, we just had a baby. She didn't have to work. Uh, she said to me, hey, hon, you know, you're, you're built for this. Uh, I'll get a part-time job. We'll, we'll get some older cars, no car payments. Let's, um, you should do this. Oh, and, and, and with her just supporting me like that, um, I took a huge, huge pay cut. And I started doing what I was passionate about, writing books for people. And, uh, and now... Fast forward to, that was 2013, fast forward to almost 10 years later. I've written 85 books for people, 12 New York Times bestsellers, two movies are hopefully gonna be turned into, uh, to move, uh, two books hopefully gonna be turned into movies. And, uh, and I absolutely love what I do. And this is amazing because Eli, I believe, you know, we are talking about purpose. That is the first quarterly theme of, of, of 2022. And as you mentioned something very important, you say passion. You are passionate about this. So you had a job, you were making decent money, but sometimes your passion perhaps was not perhaps was not there. So I always tell people, if you can think the money aspect of selecting what you want to do in life what would that be and you took that leap of faith and you say hey i'm gonna do it and you become successful about it to help others to be able to share their book the book that they always have inside of them what an amazing story yeah and you know you know what i found out rosie that there is a high cost a high uh -huh. cost to limiting beliefs mm-hmm and, mm -hmm. and, 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 the, and, and that kind of was I was struggling with early on as a writer, yes. because uh, although I was an avid reader and, and, uh, and, and, and just, just this is a God given a gift, really. Um, uh, I didn't go to college. Uh -huh. and, and all of a sudden, when I started working at this company, I felt like an imposter. Right. <laughs> like, 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 who am I? Like they, they, they hired me just because of what I did with that book, but they didn't check really my credentials. And, right. and now I'm writing for people with master's degrees. And I'm feeling like I'm, I'm going to get found out as a fraud, 
you know, so, but, so there's a high cost of limiting beliefs. And at first I started to believe it uh-huh. until I, I, I mean, I, I doubled down. I right. went to every writer's conference. I went to, I, I read so many books on how to write books and I made sure. Uh, and then the affirmation, uh-huh. see, see, sometimes you got to believe the, 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 the affirmations that people give right. you. you right. Know? Some people will tell you, you look great. You look great today. And they think they still look fat or they think they still don't look uh-huh. that good. You know, my clients started telling me, wow, this is amazing. Uh-huh. You know, I was still scared at the beginning. Like they're still going to find me out. I, I'm running out of time. Right. I started to believe what they were telling me. This is amazing. Right, right. You know, and I really had to to focus on my limiting beliefs and really challenge myself. Why do I think I shouldn't be sitting in this seat? Right. These are all these people see me in this seat, but me. Uh-huh. And, I, and I think a lot of people need to stop thinking about themselves and learn to talk to themselves. Yes. Because yes. your fears, your fears in your mind come... Mm-hmm. Without any warning, mm-hmm. without any warning, you know, you, you get worried, you get nervous and you get stressed and you get fearful, you know, and, but if you don't learn to talk to yourself, mm-hmm. is when you, when, when you think what you think of is unintentional, when you speak to yourself, it's with intentionality. Mm-hmm. And when you look in the mirror and, and as cheesy as it might sound, give yourself permission to be wildly successful. Right. Tell yourself, I am built for this. And, and if you can speak to yourself. Mm-hmm. It destroys those thoughts that come unbidden that hold you back. Yeah. You know, this is so funny, Eli, and I'm so glad that you're being so transparent on this uh, because I believe we all struggle with that. I mean, this is something that I have to, uh, you know, my biggest uh, aha moment was when I looked at myself in the mirror and I still until today get a little choked up because I said to myself, I love you, Rosie. I love you and that is one of the most profound exercise that you can do with yourself because then that is the acceptance that love that you need to maybe you were expecting it from somebody else but those people were not able to give it to you so mm-hmm. you know what you come to bed for that child for that person that needs to be heard that you are loved just as you are and that that was kind of like an eye opening for me. And I always ask my friends to do it now. And you know, it's going to take you a couple of times before to do it. But do it because that exercise will change your life forever. Yeah. And you know, the great thing about that, and, and you're so on point, Rosie. We, and you, we, the reason why we're such good friends is we, we, we have a lot of the same viewpoints. Uh, you know, the, the re, the, and the thing about that is that you don't have to be at your goal mm-hmm. to love yourself. Right. You don't have to make the millions. You don't have to have the perfect body. You don't have to have your dream car and your dream house to 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 stop you from saying I love you. Uh-huh. You know, um, to yourself. Right. There, so so my recent book that's coming out called Murderer: Assassinate the Fears to Hold You Back. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I talk about a, a there's a chapter called From Nowhere to Somewhere. Uh huh. And and I remember I remember when I was a kid. You know, I was like 20. You know, I was driving. Uh, this is before cell phones because I'm that uh-huh. old, and I, and I'm with my brother, and we're driving to I forget where we're going to, and he says to me, "Man, I hate being nowhere." Oh, <laughs> right. So so we're we're in a car, we're on a street, the 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 longitude latitude, we were definitely somewhere, but because we weren't where we were supposed to be yet, uh huh. He's like, I hate being nowhere, 
and a lot and a lot of people feel nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're not at at the at the destination. Right. You know, but but to, to those people, I just say you gotta embrace the journey. Right. You gotta embrace the journey. Fall in love with the grind. Fall in love with the struggle. Fall in love with the with with, with the learning, with the winning, and with the losing. Because when you lose, you learn. Uh-huh. And 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 if you can if you can still just keep moving, you will get to that somewhere. But yeah. but don't be surprised if you feel like you're nowhere right now. Right, right. now, I'm, I'm lost in my marriage. Right now, I'm lost. My 16 year old daughter doesn't want to talk to me. Right now, I'm lost with what to do with my life. I got 10 years. Should I should I stop being an employee and finally, you know, open my business? You know, a lot of people feel like they're 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 stuck somewhere in in the in the in the in between time. Right. The in between right. time. But to, I, I, to those people, I just got to want to give some advice. What you focus on expands. Right. Right. And, you know, my mom said this one time, right, because it, it was a whole thing about social media. And I really did not realize how I'm how much I love it went a little bit extra from loving myself and loving how I look. And then, you know, now you're in camera, right? And my mom said to me, well, I love la protagonista de la novela, you know? And I was like, oh my God, I'm the hero of the soap opera, right? <laughs> and you always have this, this thing of, of understanding you are the protagonista or the hero of your life and how you make that, how you want that to come across for your viewing audience, which is now so easy, easily accessible with social media, what do you want to be? What do you want people to know about you? And it's at the same time very scary because, you know, it takes a, it takes more guts to be the real, true, the, the, the authentic you with flaws and problems and stuff like that. But that's what people are looking for because that's the connection. Yeah, you know, so some people that 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 authentic voice that you said, you know, Rosie, the that voice that's in 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 people's heads. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's not their voice. Right. So, right. So they call it the script. Let me let me break this down for the audience. So so when you're born, Right. Depending on if you're male, female, depending on how your parents taught you to assimilate into society, mm-hmm. you know, how to be polite to the teacher or the teacher's an idiot, you know, depending on, on everything that they taught you, depending on the culture, whether right. you're fat, skinny, boy, girl, had money, had no money, all these things, how you get into introduced, how your parents allow you to introduce into society becomes that voice that guides you. Right. Right. And so so a lot of people never challenge that when they kind of get older. Mm-hmm. And so they're unhappy because the voice in their head has been chained up in their subconsciousness. And this other voice that society and their parents and their, their first loves and their peer pressures, all these things make up this voice that they follow. And that's why they don't find their true selves. Right. That's why a lot, a lot of people that, 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 that can do it, you know, when they graduate high school or college, they'll go back capping uh, through Europe, backpacking through Europe for three days, three months or whatever. Uh-huh. And, and a lot of people go crazy in college or whatever, because they're looking, they're looking to find themselves. Right. You know, but when you follow your passion mm-hmm. and, 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 and some people ask me, well, Eli, I'm passionate about a lot of things. I, I say, I say, do these three things. Number one, write down in like in a paragraph or two, 
your perfect life in five years. Mm -hmm. And this is, and, and you'll find your passion. Then that's number one. Number two, write down the roadblocks that are, would stop you from living that life. Mm -hmm. And then number three, how can you, how can you get by those roadblocks? What do you need to do? Wow. Those, those three things are powerful. My, my, my life coach had me do that. Mm -hmm. And it really, really shifted my thinking. It shifted um, my priorities. Right. It's what it did. All, all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. But I, I thought you had it all together. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and people think that, oh, he had it all together, right? But you yeah. mentioned right now, you had a life, co life coach. You had a journey. You have to overcome. So part of the, the, the mindset to get what you want, which is I tell people that is the Nyeke, the great and resilient, is yes. your mindset. Is your mindset with money? Is your mindset with being a business owner? Is your mindset with being a leadership? But more than anything, like what you say, which is so true, the mindset of how you talk to yourself. Because if you cannot honestly cheer for yourself and be your biggest rah-rah, your biggest supporter, who else is going to do that for you? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. why would people feel that they have to pay for your services. And that's where that part of you say you feel like a phony. A lot of uh, that is kind of like a mechanism of our, our lives because they call it the imposter, imposter syndrome, right? Yep, yep. But many leaders, we have to come to the realization. We're not no impost, imposters. Our gifts and talents are given to us by God to provide for our families. So you mentioned something so special because that's part of my affirmation. I give myself permission to prosper and grow. My yeah. gosh, yeah. mindset. It, mindset. And, and so, so, uh, so I have a book coming out, like I said, Murderer comes out in April. Um, and it's, it's all about mindset. And, and you know, you know a, a couple of interesting things when I realized who I wanted to be and I realized that I could be that person and I'm still not there yet. It's, it's still an evolution. It's right, still, right, right. It's still, right. There's still so much I want to do so much. I'm going to do, uh -huh. you know, when I, when I, when I, I realized the power in asking for help, mm -hmm. you know, mm. you're not weak when you mm -hmm. ask for help, mm -mm. you do that out of a place of self love. Mm -hmm. I love myself so much that I'm going to ask for help. Right, right. You know, why, why am I going to torture myself by trying to figure things out on my own when I can ask for help and I can get accelerated in these areas in my life? Right. You know, so, so, so many people, they think that it's strong. You know, right. like there's, there's a, the, one of the saddest stories I think in the Bible is the story of Samson. Uh-huh. You know, uh -huh. I mean, he was so strong and he died alone. Right. You know, a lot of CEOs are like that. A lot of pastors mm -hmm. are like that. They don't know who to ask for help. You know, a lot of business owners are like that. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm my own man. I'm a self-made man. I'm a self-made woman. I'll fig I can figure this out. I can just go to YouTube and figure it. No. Sometimes look, find a life coach. The best anything has coaches. The best actors. Yes. The yes. best basketball players, football players. Mm -hmm. The best singers. The people that most people idolize have coaches. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so, so go coaches have shifted me in, in, in so many ways. And I think that 
that I've accelerated my learning curve. Yes. Because I was strong enough to admit my weaknesses. Right. Right. And say, man, I could use help right here. Yes. And and Eli, this is so funny because recently I come to the realization, you know, there is that moment on a race, especially if you're going in a long race, right? There is one moment where your spirit, your body, and your mind all come to this point of, I'm just ready. I can run another, another, I can give another step. My body's about to give up. I, but is where you discipline and your mindset says, no, I'm going to just continue because I have a goal and the goal is right. So ready to reach it. And sometimes people give in so, so fast. Right. Um, and the goal is like three feet, three feet from gold. It's, it's the, one of the things that I, I always, you are so close, but you can't see. And that's the moment when your mindset goes with your discipline to continue with the long run. And that's what I consider myself a Nyeke coach, a, a, a persistent coach, because I'm one that person that I will say, yes, you're ready to give up, but don't give up. Let's continue. Let's do this. And I'm cheering you up from the race. And it's almost here from the goal, right? And it's mm -hmm. almost here. Come, come, you can do this. You can do this. Yes. And I'm excited because I think that's also going to take us into why you started the Pinellas uh, uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and because as an entrepreneur and as a immigrant that come to this cult country when a country with a different culture how do you start the business and where do you find those successful entrepreneurs that have the same issues like you accent not, lack of institutional knowledge mm -hmm. different look you know Tell me a little bit about how did that empower you and why, why create in the chamber? Yeah, so this, this starts with uh, Eliana, um, who was the president of the, uh, Tampa, the, Bay. the Tampa Bay Hispanic Chamber. Uh, she brought me in as a speaker. Uh -huh. And I went and I spoke at one of the luncheons. I didn't even know that, that one existed. Uh, then two months later, she asked me if I wanted to sit on her board of directors. Uh -huh. And, um, and uh, I live in Pinellas County, and they were meeting... Uh, all the way over in, in La Colombia at the time. So uh -huh. it's it it like an hour and 10 minutes from me. But I, I said, yeah, you know, I, I, I'd love to serve and, and see how I could help. So I, I got there and, and uh, I became her, her, her kind of confidant, her advisor. Um, and um, then now, now Diane Cortez is the president. And, and the same thing, you know, I became her advisor while being on the board. Um, and then one day, uh, so, so, so then the, the, the story is, then I got, I got sick with cancer and God is good. I'm 100% cancer free. And that's a story for another day. But, um, but uh, then, then I never got back to the board position there. Um, mm -hmm. And I went to one event that they did and I'm crossing the bridge from Hillsborough to Pinellas County. And I thought to myself, man, there's nobody here mm -hmm. in Pinellas County. Latino business owners in Pinellas County, they're surviving by their passion and by their talent alone. Mm -hmm. But there's no, there's, not, there's no place for them to go. There are places, but they don't know, like for resources. Right. Almost every Hispanic business owner I know, well, more than half of them never got their PPP loans. Right. Well, you know, and, and they're still surviving. They're still gutting it out. They're still, you know, so so I, 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 I thought to myself, hey, well, maybe I can put this in a couple people's ears so that they can do. Right. They can do it, but they never did it. And I, I had a three-year goal 
And, and after three years, nobody was going to do it. So I said, well, I, get, I think, I guess God's telling me it's up to me. Right. So I, I went ahead and I launched it without, sometimes you don't have to advi ask advice for anybody. Sometimes right. you just got to do it. Yes. You know, uh, obviously I talked to my wife, but I didn't talk to anybody else. I just did it. I saw, yeah. I saw the vision and I'm like, this is, this is mine right now it, it, to, 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 to go ahead. And as soon, as soon as I told other people about it, the response, Rosie, has been phenomenal. Great. Now, now I've got an amazing board of directors. Um, we've, oh. been on, we've been on ABC, NBC, CBS, yes. Univision, Telemundo, Bay News 9, Tampa Bay amazing. Times. We've been everywhere. And Eli, I am running out of time and no, I no. want to bring you back because it's really <laughs> we to have another show just on the Chamber of Commerce. But really quick, where can people find you, my friend? Uh, well, Eli Gonzalez. Uh, on um, It's Eli at theghostpublishing.com. That's the name of my, my company, The Ghost Publishing. Uh, or they can follow me on Instagram, Eli the Ghost One. Eli the Ghost and the number one. Awesome. And uh, your email and phone number. Yep. It's Eli at theghostpublishing.com. It's my email. Awesome. And my phone number is 727-692-5289. Thank you, Eli. And my friends, you can find all this information on the description of the show. And I just want to close this last week of March with this amazing quote from Amy Halpin. I hope you know you are capable and brave and significant even when it feels like you're not. Be grateful. Give back. Isn't just be giving back isn't just about helping other people. It's about encouraging them to dream too. Be the leader that you were created to be. Be the purpose and be the amazing person that you are, the one that you were uniquely created to lead this amazing time in history. My friends, stay, stay pure, stay positive, and stay inspired. You are wonderful. This is Rosie Paulson. Ciao. You just enjoyed another episode of Cafecito with Rosie on air. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and visit www.rosiepaulson.com to learn more about Rosie Paulson Enterprises. Stay pure, stay positive, stay inspired.